0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. I'm live from the Over the Hill Quarterbacks Club. It's the 4th and Inches show with Jana <laughs> and the Sherpa. Jana, what do you think? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, not the best of times for them right now. Uh, if you had those guys on your fantasy team, would you be looking to hold them or cut them or what would you be doing?
1: Um, I'm I'd probably like keeping Tom Brady over an air, over Aaron Rodgers, which I never thought we'd be saying at this point. But um, Aaron Rodgers seems to hate everyone on his team. He seems to not have any trust in any of his wide receivers. I think everyone might also hate him. It doesn't seem like there's a lot good going on there. Tom Brady, while people may not love him, I think he's a lot more respected, and he actually has receivers and and offensive players which I think is going to put him ahead of Aaron Rodgers. I think he's got a little more value, but, I mean, I, it's it's hard to start either one of them right now. What do you think?
0: Okay. I mean, just hypothetically, if you had – if Aaron Rodgers, was your main quarterback on your roster, I have him on one roster where Kirk Cousins is mm-hmm. my other quarterback. But say mm-hmm. I thought, you know, maybe I should just move on from Aaron Rodgers. If I had the choice to – pick up either keep Aaron Rodgers or pick up either, say, Justin Fields or uh, Daniel Jones? Uh, how would you rank those three at this point?
1: Ooh, I think I might like Daniel Jones the most. I, I think – I mean, I, I think Justin Fields would be two and Aaron Rodgers would be three. I don't love – the Bears aren't going to score a ton of points, but Justin Fields seems hell-bent on being the entire offense all by himself. And the fact that he's going out there and getting crushed every week for a team that clearly is not going anywhere, more power to him. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem to have an upward trajectory here. At least Daniel Dunn and Justin Fields seem to be getting something going. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to scramble for any yards. It, It just doesn't look really good in Green Bay right now. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think between those three, I probably would prefer. I probably prefer Justin Fields. Um, maybe I give Aaron Rodgers a little bit of a doubt, but you know, I, I think at this point, um, even Daniel Jones probably has more upside for the rest of the season than Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah. And yeah, you know, again, I don't know that he's necessarily you know forgotten how to play quarterback all of a sudden, but just the talent, especially at receiver, just isn't there, and what he has just. Doesn't seem to be working for him, so I think this might be one of those times when you actually do say it's time to move on. But how about Tom Brady? Same hypothetical uh, question for you with those other two quarterbacks. You holding him over the other two, or would you consider moving on, or even just let's to keep it interesting. Let's throw somebody like you know Matthew Stafford into the mix too. Um, how would you rank Matthew Stafford or Tom Brady versus, you know, the other two guys we were just talking about?
1: Oh, it's tough. I I might actually put Tom Brady on the top of that pile. I'm worried about Matthew Stafford behind that offensive line. I mean, things are really bad there. Now he's in the concussion protocol, but I'm, ju- I'm just worried about his longevity for the season. I think Tom Brady at least is behind a, a somewhat more functional offensive line. And clearly they're going to be playing from behind, and, and he seems to have something to prove now. So I'm thinking Tom Brady's got a little more skin in the game, probably going to give me more points overall on the season. But if I'm just looking at the season as a whole, I'm going Tom Brady week to week, maybe not so much.
0: Well, and I think, too, of the receiving cores for those teams, Yeah, you know, Mike yeah. Evans not healthy right now, but I'd take Chris Godwin over anybody on the I answer the Bears for sure at this point, yeah. and you know Kate Otten is having a nice rookie season. Cameron Brate's a decent um, tight end when he's healthy. Leonard Burnett is healthy. Rashad White has looked good, so I think Tampa mm-hmm. Bay still has some offensive weapons. I think you know they have higher potential, certainly than either the Bears or the Giants do. So I think of the two of them, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, I would hold out the most hope, i I hold out more hope for Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers, but. Um, and Matthew Stafford could yeah. probably put him in the same category as Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he has Cooper Cup, so maybe I rank him ahead of Aaron Rodgers, but something just isn't working. For yeah, something, them something either, is definitely so. not
1: working there.
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: I'm I, I I'm very pessimistic on Aaron Rodgers right now. I didn't think this day would come, but he's going to turn into the Falcons scene if he's not getting. Would you cut him for Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we can. That. Uh, I mean, like, okay. the logical part of me says Jimmy Garoppolo is the better the better point-getting solution, but, like, the fan in me has a hard time rooting for him. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Oh, <laughs> uh, but we have an action-packed show for you guys tonight, despite the fact that we are still in the bye week. We still have international games. We've got a lot of good stuff for you. Um We probably are going to tell you some more bad things about Aaron Rodgers, but we do have a few other things on the agenda. We'll be here from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time if you're listening live, as we are every Wednesday night, or for an hour if you're listening after the fact. Uh, Welcome. If so, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. If you missed an episode, you you couldn't stay the whole time, whatever, you had work or something, you need something for your commute, we're here. Download any of the old episodes if you need some company. We are around we are in our 13th season, so there are well north of 200 episodes. So you got plenty of plenty of content there. Uh, we are going to take a look at everything from injuries. We have a wire pickups, who to start, who to sit. We got game predictions, um, a little bit of everything with some daily fantasy picks. So we're, we've got you covered in any facet of your fantasy football life, season long daily water cooler anything we got you covered uh, you can find us all over social media if an hour just isn't enough because quite frankly how could it be we're on twitter at the number four thn inches show we are at jkim16 and fantasy underscore sherpa i'm pretty sure you can figure out who's who there uh, you can find us on facebook at the fantasy football sherpa fan page you can email us at the number four thn inches show at gmail.com that's the number four thn inches show at gmail.com And like I said, we're here every Wednesday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, giving you everything you need to guide your team to victory. Uh, We do have a couple of teams still on by this week. We're almost almost there. Uh, The Ravens, the Bengals, the Patriots, and Jets are all on by this week. So you're definitely down a few offensive players. Um, Hopefully we've got some guys getting healthy. And, of course, we do have uh, the return of some players, uh, most Notably, unnotably, we are a week away from the Deshaun Watson landing again in Cincinnati or in uh, Cleveland, so we're not going to recommend you stash them, but it's an
0: option out there. <laughs> uh,
1: so we'll I mean, dive in. Week 13 oh, I'm sorry, you're right, you're right, um, against the Texans. But we do have uh, a few guys we could pick up this week. Unfortunately, there are a few injuries, so we'll start there, since, as we always do. Uh, buckle up. We'll start out in Arizona. Kyler Murray didn't practice today. Um, it looks like he should be fine to play this weekend, but he does have a hamstring injury. severity doesn't seem like it's too bad, but again, something to keep an eye on. Rondell Moore, the wide receiver was limited with a hand injury. Um, he did practice. I say practice in air quotes. It was more of a walkthrough today, but he did practice in some capacity today. Not that there was a lot going on. Um, they are going to be without a couple of players already this weekend. Most notably Buda Baker, the safety is dealing with a high ankle sprain. He's already been ruled out for the weekend. So the defense is going to look a little different. Um, So if you're deciding maybe who to start against the Cardinals, that might play into it. Uh, Other than that, there's a couple of, of offensive line injuries to keep an eye on as well, but for the most part, fairly healthy out in Arizona. In Atlanta, um, most of their injuries are on the secondary side of things. They rolled a couple of guys out for tomorrow night or today, if you're listening on Thursday. Uh, it's a game against Carolina, a couple of cornerbacks and a safety. But the best news out of Atlanta this week, or at least if you're uh, you know, a big fan of picking the Falcons to win and or Marcus Mario to success, is that, uh, unfortunately, uh, center Matt Hennessy was put on IR. He's dealing with a knee injury. He is not going to play this week or for the next four weeks. So they're going to try to get a little healthier on the offensive line. It just might not be this week. So not great news for Marcus Mariota, but keep an eye on that. Hopefully he's back healthy. soon. in Baltimore, they are on a bye this week, but it is worth noting that one Deshaun Jackson (laughs) did get promoted off the practice squad last week, played a couple of snaps. Uh, I was shocked that he did not score his prime-time touchdown yet, but he did injure his hamstring, so he is on schedule with the yearly hamstring injury. Uh, Technically, he is back on the practice squad as of yesterday, um, but will be elevated again in time for Week 11 next week. Transactionally, I'm not sure if this is saving the money or why they're doing that, but for what it's worth, he is going to play next week, uh, barring some setback. And uh, they did put a safety Marcus Williams on IR, so he is hoping to be back in the family for a risk injury. In the meantime, we'd also really like if Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman got healthy, but we'll see what happens comes next week. The biggest news, I guess, of the NFL week this week is Josh Allen, famously of uh, Sherpa family Photos, <laughs> Vacations. <laughs> but uh, he is not practicing today. That's Wednesday. Um, very uncertain going into the weekend. They're calling it a sprained right elbow. It's it's his ulnar collateral ligament, which is pretty much the ligament that gives you any torque in your elbow. Mostly baseball players if you're Tommy John surgery, same ligament. Um clearly he was having some issues with sensation and, and feel at the towards the end of the game and didn't look right. You can see him holding his elbow, so not practicing now. They're really it doesn't sound like they're anticipating him playing this week. Josh Allen seems crazy enough to try to play. How effective he'll be, I don't know. But in the off chance he does not play, Case Keenum is going to be coming out of the wings here. <laughs> the, the buckle that's of the savior. <laughs> I mean, man, it, supposedly Case way. Keenum's going to be your guy. I don't know. We'll have to see. I still but, remember
0: that uh, Thanksgiving Day celebration he did in the end zone a yeah. few years ago, where they were all eating a meal. That was it was
1: nice. It was, and there's there's a lot of drama to this game. You know, like we've got we've got the Stefan Diggs, and we've got like a lot going on here. So it would be nice to get Josh Allen out there. I think the healthier choice is clearly we do like an underdog backup quarterback here, and by we I mean mostly me and Sherpa just tolerates it, but. I'm interested to see how this all plays out because there are a lot of points to be scored. I just don't know entirely who's going to score them. (laughs) Um,
0: They are dealing with
1: (laughs) probably not, but you never know. Um, The bills are still listing uh, the vast majority of their defense and secondary and pretty much anyone who gets near a defensive player as questionable, not really sure who's going to be healthy or healthy ish. a lot of them not practicing. Also, just keep in mind that cornerback Tre'Davious White is still not ready to play. He's still considered day-to-day going into this week's game. It doesn't look like he's going to be out there against the Vikings. So we shall see. Um, In Carolina, we saw just just an abysmal football game being played. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, But despite that, Baker Mayfield came into the game and scored A couple of points in garbage time, if you will. The Panthers have announced they're sticking with P.J. Walker as their guy. So Baker's going back to the bench. Um, If there was anyone out there who was excited that Baker Mayfield was on the field, I'm sorry, we're just going to have to settle for the commercials, which, quite frankly, are the best part of Baker Mayfield in football at this point. So P.J. Walker of XFL fame will roll on here. Um, He is going to be without a, a couple of guys most notably, uh, Rashad Higgins, a wide receiver, is already ruled out. He's sick, um, not COVID, just a regular person sick. So, unfortunate for him, but it's not COVID. Uh, they're also going to be down uh, safety, Justin Burris. He's got a concussion. He's not going to get out of the protocol in time. Deontay Jackson at cornerback is very, very questionable, as is Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard uh at running back his ankle is still bothering him and it's probably going to be a game time decision there so have a plan b definitely have a plan b there cuz it really doesn't look good but uh we'll see we'll see how the TJ Walker experiment rolls on i'm a big fan of it continuing so this game however might not be <laughs> might not be our number one one to watch this week um moving on to chi- to chicago where there is also very little offense <laughs> <laughs> Not too much in the way of injuries and they are mostly on the defensive side of things. So uh most of their cornerbacks, couple of linebackers, defensive end, uh mainly the secondary of the defense is dealing with some things, a little little nicks here and there, a couple of tweaks. Everyone's questionable. Everybody seems to be planning on playing. Um we'll see how that goes. They did also designate Linebacker Matthew Adams to return from IR today from a cap injury, so he is a an available potentially healthy body to try to help deal with this injury issue. But mostly, the Bears' problem is their whole defense got traded to other teams with other good players, so <laughs> the injuries might not be the uh, the biggest challenge there. Uh, but taking a look at another team on a bye week, just A couple of notes, Cincinnati, as I mentioned, on the bye. Um, They are still trying to get guys healthy-ish. Dax Hill at safety, Chris Evans at running back, both are being labeled weak with injuries, suffered during Sunday's game. So keep an eye on these guys. If they're someone you're actually in a deep enough league, you're looking to start, just have a plan B because they may not come out the other side of the bye week as healthy as we want them to. So just for what it's worth. In Cleveland, well, it is not a not a short list of injuries. I think most notably, uh, tight end David Onjoku is not going to practice on Wednesday, but there is a chance he may play later this week. I would wait and see what Thursday and Friday look like. He's still dealing with that ankle injury that has cost him some time. But if he could get back on the field and he could be healthy, that would certainly help a lot of things. Unfortunately, it's going to go either way right now. They are getting uh, a couple of guys back from injury. Jerome Ford at running back has been designated to return from IR with his ankle injury. And Chase Winovich at defensive end, who famously of the Patriots and now in the Browns, has been designated to return from a hamstring injury. So he seems pretty fired up to play. Um, Looks like he's going to try to play this week, but we'll keep an eye on that. But it's a nice piece of that uh defense to have back, and injury-wise, pretty much anyone who plays cornerbacks for this Browns team, they're injured right now, and it could go either way, so the, the quarterback situation is a little dire right now. Other than that, they're a pretty healthy organization, all things considered. We'll, we'll take what little we can get here. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys, not sure if you guys have heard that maybe they have a couple of injuries. They might be trying to bring in a couple of players. Jerry Jones keeps talking to radio broadcasts. It's just a little bit of a roller coaster as always. Um, but Noah Brown, our wide receiver, is limited today, looking like he's on track to play. He's dealing with a foot injury. Ezekiel Elliott took a couple of reps, quote unquote, a limited participant at practice because he's really just just practice adjacent. He's just nearby. He's not really taking reps here. Um and he said he's feeling better but he's unsure if he can play. Now, uh, him saying unsure is really sounds like he's unsure. And I mean that in the sense that he's not trying to misdirect people. He kind of comes out and says, hey, I feel really good, or hey, I'm going to play. And he was not decisive about that at all, which leads me to believe it is very much a game-time decision and that having Tony Pollard as the crutch is going to maybe not make them rush through this process. Um, it's not necessarily a game that you have to have Zeke out there and maybe bring him back before he's ready. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does not play for another week or if he does, it's very limited. Um, In other wide receiver news, James Washington, who's been designated to return from IR, isn't quite ready to start practicing yet hopefully in another week or two, but he is getting, I guess, a little closer, sneaking up on being an active player, which is not quite there yet. And uh it did – it was noted that Tyron Smith, the Cowboys tackle, is still three to four weeks away from beginning his 21-day window to practice. So he's a couple of weeks away. As much as they would like to have him back, it's going to be another month or so. So, Cowboys fans, hopefully there is help coming. Just not so much this week. In Denver, we have a wide receiver, K.J. Hamler, at the top of the list here. He's dealing with a hamstring injury that he suffered during the game. He's going to be listed as limited today and probably for the rest of the week. How much practice he really can get in is going to decide how much of this game he can actually play in. Um, But for the moment, he is considered day-to-day. We'll see – you really need a plan B for them because it seems very touch and go. Um, they are getting a little healthier <laughs> in some places, but a little not in others. Um, they put a their starting center in Lloyd Cushionberry The third is a great name if you're a wide receiver. We could say an awful lot more. Um, went on IR on Tuesday, and they also lost a uh, a safety. He's dealing with a knee sprain, so things are getting closer to riding the ship, but we're not quite there yet, unfortunately. So I guess the big news is just that Pete Carroll's taking shock at whether not Russell Wilson wears a wristband and if he can win that way, because that seems like what's most important (laughs) now. In Detroit, uh, we are dealing with a whole plethora of things, and first and foremost, the fact that they actually won a football game and Motor City King Campbell went home and put a spear up, up and had a beer and I guess we are all better for it um tough task this week and they are dealing with some injuries still DeAndre Swift was limited today he's still dealing with the ankle shoulder injuries head shoulders knees and toes wide receiver Josh Reynolds was uh not practicing at all he's still listed as questionable he's dealing with a back injury so that is really going to be touch and go as the week goes on so, again, probably not someone I want to put my hopes and dreams on this week, but if he gets out there and you're in a deeper league, maybe take a shot. Um, and they did place running back Craig Reynolds on IR. He's dealing with rib injuries, so he can be out at least the next four weeks. They've got a couple of uh defense injuries, particularly in the secondary, that maybe worth keeping an eye on, but hopefully they're going to get a little healthier as the day goes on. Mainly we want to see DeAndre Swift Get healthy and get some points out there. (laughs) In the other side of that hot NFC North rivalry, um, the Green Bay Packers, we talked about Aaron Rodgers not having a ton of weapons around him and the ones that he does he's not particularly thrilled with, it appears, for the moment. Um, Let's start with Rodgers himself. He is questionable. He is not practicing today because of the right thumb. He says it's not bothering him. It's clearly bothering him um alan lazard also was at practice but it was only limited but he was there we'll take that he's dealing with that shoulder injury sammy watkins did not practice at all with his knee injury and running back aaron jones was limited he's dealing with an ankle injury it sounds like aaron jones is pretty ready to play through it which is good because the run game is pretty much the only way they could potentially win this game this week we'll get to more of that later but Otherwise, the Packers are pretty healthy, so good for them. <laughs> I mean, those are really all the guys you need to not be hurt, but we'll take what we can get. In Houston, uh, the couple of big names here. Damian Pierce, your starting running back, is dealing with chest and shoulder injuries. He was limited to practice. He got knocked around pretty good last week. Uh, it looks like he's planning on playing barring a setback, so I'm cautiously optimistic on him, but have a backup plan as always. Brandon Cooks did not play last week after he got his feelings hurt that he didn't get traded. Um, He is not practicing today. He is planning to practice tomorrow. So he says, I'm not entirely sold he's playing football this week, but it would be a nice surprise for my lineup if he did. So that's really how I think we should all approach this. This is just a mental thing. He's just unhappy. Not hurt, just pissed off um wide receiver philip dorsett was limited with an ankle injury and nico collins was also limited uh though back at practice for the first time this week with a groin injury so the wide receiving core is a little suspect right now not sure who's going to be out there this week again we'll give you some better options in Indianapolis, uh, the biggest news coming out of here this week was the fact that Frank Rick got fired, and Jeff Saturday was named the head coach. Jeff Saturday, who has spent the last few years as a, a sometimes high school coach and ESPN analyst, a good one, and he's he's been a consultant for the team. It seemed a little abrupt, so we're going to see how that goes. They have not even had an official practice since they've been hired, and they play on Sunday in Las Vegas. So I'm not sure how this will all go, but we're all going to find out together. (laughs) Um, Things that are going to need to be dealt with once they do actually get on the practice field. Uh, Running back Deion Jackson is questionable, is not practicing today with a knee injury. Not sure how much he's going to get in this week, so keep an eye on that. And his fellow running back, Jonathan Taylor, is still officially listed as limited today. A practice didn't do a whole lot, but... Again, keep an eye on him. We didn't have him last week. Let's see what happens here. Center Ryan Kelly is also still questionable. Matt Ryan, who won't be your starting quarterback, Sam Ellinger will. Um, Matt Ryan is getting there in terms of his shoulder recovery and appears that he's on track. Not really sure what track he's on, but he feels good about it, so that's good. Mo Ali Cox isn't practicing, and he's wearing a protective boot on his right foot. So he's pretty questionable going into the weekend. As is tight end Jelani Woods, who did not practice at all. Um, he's dealing with a shoulder injury, and it doesn't look like things are looking really good for him. But we'll see, as always. And wide receiver Ashton Dillon was designated to return from IR on Wednesday, so he is going to be back at practice. Sounds like it would be a nice time to get an extra pair of hands there that is not injured. So he's showing up at the right time. They're also dealing with some uh, linebacker and cornerback injuries, but. Again, nothing, hopefully, that will major impact your fantasy lineup. The Jaguars continue to be the healthiest team in the NFL. (laughs) Like, really not fair to anyone else. Um, But right now, Evan Ingram, the tight end, is um, questionable with a back injury. He's, quote, day-to-day. It really does seem to go down to the wire whether or not he's going to play this week. And safety ratio on Jenkins is not practicing with a concussion. So, those are your injuries <laughs> for the Jaguars. I mean, good for them, I guess, but they are going to have to play in the cold and they are going to have to, you know, play, play a couple of teams that are better than them coming up. So I guess maybe it's not all good. In Kansas city, uh wide receiver, Nicole Hardman is questionable. He's not practicing. He's dealing with an abdominal injury. Um, He's He's really day to day. They're just, Literally seeing how he feels each day and what he can tolerate today, couldn't tolerate practice. So we're going to need to see a little bit more practice before you can feel good about starting him this weekend, which would be nice since he is their red zone threat. He's going to get the ball more than anyone there. Um, Beyond that, though, he is the only injury being reported. So hopefully the Chiefs stay healthy as well. Out in Las Vegas, the Raiders have a whole plethora of issues. Unfortunately, some of them are to their bigger names. Um, darren waller we're still not sure if he's going to play he hasn't played since week five last week it looked like he was ramping up to uh get get another another start get another game out there but he ended up not being able to go um they're going to just play it day by day with this knee injury they're quote letting his body tell us when it's ready so if his body could also maybe tell us before 1 o'clock on Sunday, that would be great. So we all knew what to do. But definitely, definitely, definitely have a plan B there. Um, in Los Angeles, the Chargers are dealing with a few setbacks, unfortunately. Uh, Keenan Allen is still dealing with that hamstring injury. He's not practicing today. I'm not sure. It looks like he's on track to play this week, but it's certainly not a certainty. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Dustin Hawkins, kicker, still questionable with that uh, right leg injury, so keep an eye on that if he's your kicker, which hopefully you haven't been hanging on to him all this time, even I think that's crazy. And uh, we are still going to be without Mike Williams for another week. He was week, week with that ankle injury, so keep him stashed in your lineup. <laughs> it's gonna, one of these days he's going to get healthy and get off that IR slot. Unfortunately, it's not going to be this week. And they did put tight end Donald Parham Jr. on IR on Monday. Monday? Monday. Uh, With a hamstring injury. So he is going to be out for the next four weeks. So not going to be cutting into any tight ends. There, so we'll see. Hopefully he heals fast and gets back in. But someone else we're looking forward to healing fast is Matthew Stafford out with the Rams. He is at the top of the list and to link the injury list, but he was put on the concussion protocol today and that's Wednesday, which does not give you a lot of time to graduate out of the concussion protocol by Sunday. Um so it's not looking like he it's has a candy, particularly please, good huh? shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how familiar with you all you all are with John Wolford. Remember him and his one start? He might be your guy this week for the Rams. So if you're if you're really digging deep down for a quarterback, he might be available. <laughs> um but I think their their hope is that Stafford will somehow get cleared before then. There's no report on when the concussion actually happened, so it's hard to say the severity or, or where we're really at in this, but as of today he could not play football. Let's see how it goes in the next few days. Uh, Running back Malcolm Brown is questionable. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. He did not practice today. Um, Running back Kyrie Williams is got a pretty good shot to play Sunday against the Cardinals, according to Sean McFay. He's making his way back off IR. Um, So he's looking at his injured ankle. He's looking pretty good in practice so far. So that's a good reason for optimism. And they also designated – uh, center coleman shelton to return from ir he's been dealing with an ankle injury so maybe just maybe that offensive line will get a little bit of life back in it so that is a good sign because as we talked about last week we've got fifth string guys starting on that offensive line and that's probably why matt stafford has a concussion anyway moving on to the dolphins um, really actually pretty healthy here, unless you're a backup tight end. Every tight end not named Mike Giuseppe is injured, but I'm not going to waste your time with those guys because Mike Giuseppe is the only one you want to <laughs> be worried about on this team. Um but wide receiver River Craycraft is still questionable. He is dealing with uh, an illness. He was fighting it last week as well. I, I assume it's some kind of a cold. We'll find out, but he was limited today at practice. It looks like he's trending towards playing, but if you're in a deeper league and looking for a wide receiver, maybe maybe have another plan this week or just keep a close eye on it. In Minnesota, on the other half of the Buffalo Revenge game, uh we have a couple of injuries. Wide receiver Jalen Naylor is still questionable. Um tight end Ben Ellison is designated to return from IR. He'd been dealing with that groin injury the last few weeks, so they're getting a little healthier there, which is good. Um in other good tight end news, Irv Smith Junior is Uh, expected to be able to avoid surgery. They've got a timeline of four to eight weeks right now for his return, so that puts him towards the end of the season. Um, But they're not shutting him down for the year. They're hoping he comes back. So all of a sudden, the tight end room is going to get very crowded. I don't know if you've heard, but they have T.J. Hawkinson there now as well. (laughs) Um, Also, just to keep an eye on, for fantasy purposes, You got a couple of defensive linemen that are are questionable going into this week as well. So if you're looking for, uh, you know, a a reason to go one way or another, maybe that's it for the Vikings. Um, The Patriots on our bye week. So, again, everyone's really just holding steady there. Nothing of note right now in New Orleans we talked last week about how excited we were that Michael Thomas looked like he was on track to play. He had been practicing and then Dennis Allen promptly crushed all of our hopes and dreams on Thursday saying that Michael Thomas needs to have surgery to address a dislocated second toe on his right foot and he will be done for the season. I gotta say it doesn't look that tough when, you know, your quarterback has four fractures in his back and is playing football and you're going on IR for a broken toe. I understand stuff happens, but it's just he was so close. There was so much excitement, and now it's just done for the year. Um, on on the other side of the wide receiver room, you've got Jarvis Landry, who's also still dealing with some injuries. He's got an ankle that's been slowing him down a little bit. He is limited today practice and hoping to continue to ramp up practice as the week goes on. So we'll see how healthy he gets and keep an eye on him come game day. Mark Ingram II. Questionable. He did not practice today, did not play last week, really, really uh, missed him in the fantasy lineup. I am sure some of you did too. Hopefully he's getting a little closer to playing, but as of right now, he's still not practicing, so I'm not putting all or really any of my eggs in that basket, nor should you. Out in the New York metropolitan area, the Sherpa's Giants are dealing with, Zombie if you've heard this before, a few wide receiver injuries um kenny galladay still listens questionable he was limited to practice today uh should play this weekend but keep an eye on him head end daniel bellinger is out as we saw uh the eye the whole thing it was disgusting says he's improving he is going to play again this season but needs some time to heal i think he needs at least a few weeks to heal we're all on board with that Wide receiver Sterling Shepard said that his uh, left ACL operation was, uh, was a success, and he's already started rehabbing. So the future looks a little brighter for, for your four Giants, but he is not going to be all that helpful this season. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. But uh, the Giants did also put safety Xavier McKinney on IR with a hand injury, so the defense also took a hit. Uh, several injuries to in the secondary. you got a lot of guys listed as questionable, not just their play, but their actual questionable designation. <laughs> so, um, we're going to find a way to fill a lot of these holes. The Jets are on a bye, so don't worry about them. They'll get healthy, hopefully. Uh, the Eagles only reporting two cornerback injuries. You've got two cornerbacks questionable, Josiah Scott and Josh Job. Uh, going into the Monday night affair. That list may get a little longer as the week goes on, but for the most part, pretty healthy going into uh, play the commanders. The Steelers are dealing with a few injuries, but getting a little healthier. Um, Chris Boswell, their kicker, is not practicing. He's pretty questionable with a groin injury. So, again, have a backup plan at kicker. Um, P.J. Watt is hoping to play on Sunday, which <laughs> – I feel like last week I was just preaching about how they were telling us he's going to be a little bit, but he is he is planning on playing Sunday. Uh, Miles Jack is hoping to also be playing. He's dealing with a knee injury. He's not practicing today. Uh, but they're trying to get that defense a little healthier and see how, how things might go against the Saints. Andy Dalton seems in a very giving mood, so maybe they can feel one. We'll get to that more in the game picks a little bit. The 49ers are dealing with a couple of bigger injuries. Most notably, Debo Samuel is listed as questionable. He has a hamstring injury. He fully participated in practice today. It looks like he's going to as the week goes on, but just something to have in the back of your mind in case there's any kind of setback. Also, fullback Kyle Juszczyk is still dealing with a finger injury. He's questionable. It looks like he's going to play through that as well. Um, They did designate uh, Elijah Mitchell. To return from IR on Monday, so he he's back from the knee injury. He's going to be practicing. How much he gets used, we'll have to wait and see. It is quite a crowded running back by committee situation Probably there. Probably not
0: getting his old uh, job back.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that Christian McCaffrey seems to have taken that one pretty pretty handily. So I dropped his uh, Elijah Mitchell this week. Uh, I just just didn't have room for him. So you. You're gonna to have to see what happens this week. I'm not sure if he's someone you want to keep around, but I don't like playing the Shana- Shana Hannigans. I'm like any of it. Um in Seattle, or should I say Germany, uh they're dealing with wide receiver Marquise Goodwin, uh being questionable with a groin injury. Haven't ruled one way or another on if he's playing, it looks like he's trying to, but keep an eye on that, as well as a couple of defensive players. And out in Tampa Bay or also in Germany. Um, <laughs> a lot more injuries there. Uh, wide receivers, all still really not healthy. Russell Gage is questionable with a hamstring injury. He's not practicing. Mike Evans is now listed with rib and ankle injuries. He was actually limited today, so he practiced a little bit. Um, Cameron Bright, a surprise return to practice. He is questionable. He's dealing with that spring neck. We saw him get carted off the whole deal. Um, so we'll see if he plays this week. If so, I think it would be in some kind of committee role because I don't think Kate Otten is going away. He's been he's been very good the last two weeks or at least better than the rest. And in Tennessee we saw another week without uh Ryan Tannehill under center. So he is officially listed as questionable with the ankle injury. He was limited today uh at practice. It's going to go down to game day, whether it's him or Malik Willis. I think Tannehill wants to play. Clearly, his body is not necessarily on the same page, so just keep an eye on those. Running back Dontrell Hilliard is listed as limited today for the walkthrough. He's dealing with a grand injury, so he's questionable going into the weekend as well, as is 90% of their defensive line and secondary. Really, the whole defense is listed as questionable at this point. Um, They did get to activate wide receiver Traylon Burks from IR with his foot and toe injury he was dealing with. So they're getting another pair of hands that, you know, could desperately be needed in this offense. they got to get something going here. And then last but not least are Washington Commanders, who, by the way, are actually only hacking out of a playoff spot if the playoffs started today. So what a world we live in the um, biggest things you're worried about here is that Carson Wentz is not going to play in a revenge game. He's still on IR. Jahan Dotson's questionable with a hamstring injury. Case Young is not going to be activated ahead of uh this week's game, unfortunately, but we'd like to see him soon. And JD McKissick's dealing with a neck injury at running back, so he's very questionable going into the weekend. So we'll see who shows up come Monday. But Sherpa, please tell me we have – Somebody's somewhere that we can replace some of these injured players with. How's the waiver wire looking? As a
0: matter of fact, we do.
1: Oh, thank God! So, <laughs>
0: let's, let's take a quick
1: I'm giving gloom look and you're running. all the good
0: news. <laughs> That's right. I'm always the uh, ray of sunshine after the storm. Um, Rashad White at the top of my list of recommended running backs if he's still out there, and you're. League, uh, yeah. At the very least, it looks like they're trying to work him into the rotation more and give Leonard Fournette a little bit more rest. And heaven forbid, if Leonard Fournette were to go down, you know, all of a sudden Rashad White could be, you know, just as valuable to the Buccaneers as you know Alexander Hamilton Madison Mm -hmm. would be if uh, if um, something happened to Dalvin Cook. Uh, Jalen Warren, again, not sure how much to read into it. Mike Tomlin saying he wants to get him some more work and uh, preserve Maji Harris a little bit more. Uh, Jordan Wilkins with Indianapolis in case both Jonathan Taylor and Deion Jackson are out. Uh, Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds in Denver. Elijah Mitchell, as you mentioned, uh, coming back. Uh, Cam Akers, not a very impressive return last week, but I still think there's more than a, um, a minimal chance, more than a you know, puncher's chance that uh, He might um, regain the um, lead dog role in their running game, although, as you mentioned, with that offensive line, I'm not sure that's really something that's going to win your fantasy championship. And Jarek McKinnon, always a good uh, bye week fill in if you need it. And Isaiah Spiller, who seems to have overtaken uh, Sonny Michelle for the number two running back role with the Chargers. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I did not see that coming, but
0: here we are. Okay, uh, wide receiver-wise, uh, you mentioned McColl Hardman um, mm-hmm. being dinged up uh, before. If he's healthy enough to play, definitely somebody um, um, worth adding if he happens to be out on your waiver wire. He gets more targets like in definitely... the red zone
1: than anybody else. Amazing.
0: Yeah, and uh, hopefully Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to throw 58 times every game, but uh, yeah. in case he does, McCall Hardman would certainly stand to benefit from that. Um Darnell Mooney, um, Justin Fields looks like he's, um, uh, you know, starting to come around a little bit. One Bill Robinson and Darius Slayton with the Giants, uh, back from a bye week, they're healthy and Giants didn't, uh, make any acquisitions before the trade line. So those two guys are one of them, you know, or, or both of them are probably going to be the leading receivers for the Giants for the rest of the year. Again, not sure how much that's worth, but, uh, Having number one yeah. wide receiver in the stash is always worth something. Michael Gallup, yeah. Donovan Peoples Jones, Terrace Marshall, DeAndre Carter, and uh, if you're in a speculative mood, Odell Beckham Jr. is um, maybe uh, approaching the time when he decides to sign with somebody. He seems if like he's thinking Cowboys about it. that would obviously uh, give him a little bit more value than he would have if he signed or re-signed uh, for round two with the Giants.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Cowboys are making a push. So I'm sure that means he's going to end up somewhere else, but carries out there campaigning.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, quarterback-wise, you have Daniel Jones uh, back off a of bye, Trevor Lawrence, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, and uh, Case Keenan if he plays this week, if Josh Allen can't play. And then, uh, again, if you're playing the stash game, and don't need him right now. Deshaun Watson um, might be worth – picking up if you've got an extra spot at the end of your bench.
1: Clearly they want to make him the starter as soon as he shows up,
0: and there's the revenge game incentive.
1: We might not like
0: it, but tight clearly end.
1: it's going to happen.
0: Tight end-wise, we talked last week about how some of the rookie tight ends are really making their mark this year, and Greg uh, Dolfish mm. and Kate Otten would be my top two pickups for tight ends this week. Uh, Cole Komet and Noah Fant also will uh, out there if you need somebody as a bye week forward. Yeah, yeah. I've I got no beef there. I agree. And then uh, streaming defense-wise, um, this week I like Tennessee, home against Denver, Giants home against Houston, and Las Vegas home against a uh, banged up um, new coach Indianapolis. Team. So I think all three of those, if you or you know, somebody who streams defense or has a defense on bye this week, yeah, those might all be worth considering.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some decent ones out
0: there to stream this week.
1: I mean, it doesn't feel like oh, there's yeah. a ton of blowouts. There's just a couple comments.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, why don't we get to the top, uh, our top 10 and avoid lists for this week? Um, Running back lives, who do you like this week?
1: I'm liking Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I'm, liking, I'm liking a lot of guys. Unfortunately, Alvin Kamara is just, just one of them. But uh, Saquon Barkley is the number one on my list. Number two is Christian McCaffrey. And then Kamara and Eckler come in at three for me. I think that one way or another, these guys are going to do some damage. I just think that maybe maybe Kamara's got a little better chance matchup-wise. But for me, I'm going to put them both at three. <laughs> Just gonna squeeze two people in there. Um, at at five now, since I don't have a four. Nick Chubb, uh, Travis Etienne, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker, I I I, and Elvis Cook rounding out my top ten. Notable names not making the cut.
0: Um, so I've got uh, Josh Jacobs at the top of my list this week. Christian McCaffrey wow, okay. also at number two. On Christian McCaffrey also is number two on my list. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Jeff Wilson, and Raheem Mostert. Um, I'm rounding out my top ten, and then uh, honorable mentions to Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, Ezekiel Elliott if he starts, Tony Pollard if he doesn't, David Montgomery, and Isaiah Pacheco. That's a nice honorable
1: mention. It's a nice little group. There was, lot, there was a lot a lot of guys that could have been in the top 10 this week, but we had to be stingy. But the bottom 10. 10, unfortunately, was a little easier to fill. <laughs> um, I have Cuba Hubbard at the top of my list. Injured, it's maybe not the world's best matchup. I, I don't think it's there's enough there. Daryl Henderson, Jr., out with the Rams. Again, this is another kind of messy running back room situation. I'm also staying away from Cam Akers. Jared McKinnon in Kansas City, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, uh, Melvin Gordon III, <laughs> Rashad White, Tyler Algier, uh, Latavius Murray, Isaiah Pacheco, and uh, the aforementioned Cam Akers was my tenth. So basically, if you play running back for the Chiefs or the Rams, you are on the avoid list this week.
0: All right, I don't have any Chiefs or Rams on my avoid list, but I still do have 10. Uh, Jonathan Taylor headlining (laughs) my avoid list, if he's healthy enough to play. Damian Pierce, same thing. Travis Etienne, Donta Foreman, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. um, Aaron Jones, of course, who knows how healthy he is. Ryan Robinson, Chuba Hubbard, Devin Singletary, Antonio Gibson, and Melvin Gordon rounding out my 10 to avoid and dishonorable mentions for Latavius Murray, Chase Edmonds, and Deion Jackson.
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to know what's going to happen with the Fist Bills and with the Colts. And you got a couple of teams that just, with injuries, you don't know who's going to play. You don't know what it's going to look like. So it's hard to recommend some of those guys, especially if they're already also banged up. So I don't disagree with you.
0: Okay, Um, wide receiver-wise, my top ten list this week consists of C.D. Lamb at one, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, D.K. Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, uh, Jalen Waddell, and Tyler Lockett rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions to uh, Devo Samuel if he's healthy enough to play, Darnell Mooney, Juju Smith-Schuster and Nicole Hardman, if he's healthy enough to play.
1: Okay. We've got, we've got some overlap, just maybe in a different order. Uh, Tyree Kill's at the top of my list. Stephon Diggs is a, a healthy two there for me. Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup and A.J. Brown rounding out my top five. Devontae Adams up to six. Jalen Waddell, Amon Ross-St. Brown, Debo Samuel, and D.K. Metcalf rounding out my top ten.
0: Right, my, uh, 10 to avoid list consists of Stefan Diggs at the top, Antonio what? Gibson, Michael Pittman, <laughs> DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton, Paris Campbell, Jerry Judy, and Alec Pearson. Of course, we're gonna disagree. It wouldn't be a Fourth and Inches show without uh, disagreements. Oh and man. Stefan Diggs is just the, uh, poster child for our fighting this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stefan Diggs is going to get two Christmases this year. <laughs> oh um, yeah, he's, he's number two on my list, number one on your avoid list. So he's high on both lists in different places. Um, yep. Mine features Deontay Johnson out in Pittsburgh, Rondale Moore, Nicole Hardman, Allen Robinson, I.I., I. Um, Zay Jones. This is another theme. Pretty much any of the Jaguars are wide receivers. Because we're also going to throw Marvin Jones Jr. in the mix. Um, Drake London. Again, just not enough value. Paris Campbell. Jarvis Landry. Josh Reynolds and Wondell Robinson. I didn't want to put him on there, but I just, just statistically, I just don't think there's enough. So I'm sorry, Wondell. I didn't want you there.
0: Okay, uh, quarterbacks. Who do you like?
1: Okay, so I know this this sounds crazy, but as long as Josh Allen gets on a football field, I'm okay with him being number one. If he is crazy enough to go out and play through whatever is going on his arm, he figures out some kind of pain management, then yes, by all means, start him. Um, if he doesn't start, Case Keenum is not your number one quarterback. I just want to say I'm crazy, but not that crazy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I've got at two. Jalen Hurts at three. Througha Tunga-Vailoa and Justin Fields and out the top five. Justin Herbert, who I'm, I'm still trying to really figure out where I stand with him, but I, um, I think the matchup is all right. I've got him at six. Geno Smith, uh, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, and Dak Prescott, rounding out the top ten.
0: Right. I've got uh, a lot of similar names, slightly different order. Patrick Mahomes at the top of my list. Tootaga Laioloa, second. Dak Prescott, third. Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith. Justin Fields, her cousins, and your friend Jimmy Garoppolo um, rounding out my top ten, an honorable mention to Kenny Pickett. I think that's the first time he's made mine.
1: Yeah, and you know what good for Kenny Pickett. Um he did not make mine. He ended up in purgatory though, so good for him. Didn't didn't quite didn't quite make it to the bottom ten. Um and I very graciously also left Jimmy Garoppolo out of the bottom ten, so you're welcome everyone. Uh, Jared Goff is at the top of my list, as is Andy Dalton, et al., Taysom Hill, James Winston, you know, uh, anybody really who wants to play quarterback there. Um, Archie Manning or Arch, any of them. Just stay away from it this week. Uh, Derek Carr, also on the avoid list. Jacoby Brissett, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Sam Ellinger, Davis Mills, Ryan Tannehill, and – Malik Willis, if he plays instead. So we've got, we've got some tandems in here as well. But, yeah, not there's there's going to be some lower-scoring teams out here this week.
0: Hey, Josh Allen is actually at the top of my avoid list. Even if oh, he plays, I don't trust that he's terrible. healthy. So um, he's <laughs> not somebody I would want to pin my hopes on this week. Uh, same thing, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, P.J. Walker, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills, Taylor Heineke. Sam uh Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, whoever starts for Tennessee, and Jacoby Rissett, all on my quarterback uh, avoid list.
1: Okay. Well, I think we see the Bills game a little differently. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think we. that we've established that. Um, how I, about tight ends?
0: <laughs> Travis Kelsey is the top of my list this week we and many that. other weeks. Uh, Andre <laughs> yeah. Hawkinson, number two, you know, not a bad Debut catching 9-for-9 for for the Vikings last week. Uh, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard, George Kittle, Pat friar Zach Ertz, Northant, uh, Cole Komet, and Kyle Pitts rounding out my top 10. And if Darren Waller were healthy enough to return this week, he would uh, be in my top 10. So he gets an honorable mention.
1: Okay. All right. I I like that. Support Darren Waller. Um, I actually am more convinced that he is going to return because I have him at 10 on my list. So I am more than cautiously optimistic. I am just fully optimistic here. Uh, But I do wisely also have Travis Kelsey at the top of my list, or don't argue that. Dallas Goddard at two for me, and then TJ Hawkinson at three. I have to say I was hopeful he would it would work in Minnesota, but that certainly exceeded my expectations, and clearly there's – there's already some kind of rapport there, so go ahead and exploit that. I've got George Kittle at four and Pat Firemoose at five. Not necessarily that the Steelers are going to score so many points, but I just think that he's probably got the better <clears throat> matchup against that defense. Zach Ertz checking in at six for me. Gerald Everett at seven. David and Jokum, as long as he plays at eight. Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller running on my top ten.
0: Okay, I have uh, Greg Dulcich. like him as a player. I think he has a wonderful future. Not somebody I want to start this week um, in that particular yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, Dawson yeah. Knox, Evan Ingram, <coughs> Robert Tanyan, Logan Thomas, David Njoku, Tyler Higby, Kylan Granson, Tommy Tremble, and Brevin Jordan. And heaven help you if you're starting any of those last three. <laughs> my tremble
1: almost caught something significant last week and then dropped it. And I was like, you know, there it is. <laughs> that's why, that's why you keep ending up on the bottom 10, Tommy. Um, I I also have Greg Dolchich on my avoid list. I I wish that it were a better setup because I think he really could thrive, but this is, this is not it. And this is not the week. Robert Tanyan also my avoid list. I just, I, I just don't know how anyone is going to catch a football. It just, all the Packers can do is run, so sit the receivers. Uh, Dawson Knox, Noah Font, Taysom Hill, Cole Met, Jawan Johnson, Logan Thomas, Will Disley, and Cameron Brait, all on the avoid list for me.
0: All right. Uh, Defenses, who do you like?
1: Uh, hard not to like the Eagles, as much as I would really love this undefeated streak to go away. I think that the matchup is a good one, and they're very healthy. I like the Saints at two again. Great matchup. The Giants, Cowboys. So we're we're getting right through the NFC East here. (laughs) The Titans, Falcons, uh, Cardinals, Broncos, Rams, and the Colts.
0: Running on my top ten. I think I'm rooting for the Eagles to go uh, seventeen and oh, win two playoff games and then lose in the Super Bowl, kind of like the Patriots did, except with one extra game. Okay.
1: I'm not opposed to that as long as it
0: does
1: not
0: mean they actually win the Super Bowl. I'm good. <laughs> 18 and one. Although I, I stand by my preseason projections. Uh, prediction <laughs> that the Dolphins would uh, beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but we'll see. Um, it's still so like very, this very this. promising. Yeah, We're well only halfway through the season. I'm sure something will change, but uh, we'll see. Um, Giants, <laughs> Cowboys, and Eagles, so NFC uh, trifecta at the top of my Uh, recommended defenses list this week. Kansas City, Mm -hmm. Vegas, Atlanta, Tennessee, Buffalo, Miami, and Chicago rounding out my top ten. My bottom ten features the Buffalo
1: Bills, believe it or not. Um, I'm just a little nervous about how this week's going to go. The Vikings seem to think they're a very good football team. The Bills are still injured. They might not have their quarterback. I'm nervous. I'm staying away from the defense this week. Same thing with the Buccaneers. A lot of weird stuff happens when you go uh, out of the country and when Gina Smith is involved. I'm going to just stay away from it. The Dolphins, uh, Raiders, 49ers, Panthers, Packers, Bears, Seahawks, and the Chiefs, mostly because there are points to be given up.
0: Okay. I'm staying away from Jacksonville, Cleveland, Indy, Green Bay, Rams, <laughs> the Commanders, the Chiefs, Tampa Bay. Detroit, Buffalo, and New Orleans. Okay, I
1: think like sort of we're sort right, of uh, in line there, so our game predictions can't be too terribly off, But let's find out.
0: No, we're we're running a little short of time, so I'm gonna skip some of the usual uh, commentary and back and forth, and just uh, hit you with the game predictions and we're an feel free to chime in if you feel strongly <laughs> about uh, anything, but. Uh, Thursday night game, Atlanta at Carolina. I'm going with Atlanta 24-21.
1: I am going to shock no one and go with Carolina at 27-23. I'm just never going to pick Falcons. TJ Walker forever.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, The Sunday morning game, first game in Germany, uh, Seattle at quote-unquote Tampa Bay. I'm going to say that uh, right now Geno Smith is better quarterbacks and uh, Tom Brady certainly not over the course of the career but uh, in this given time this given moment this given day I think uh, he's got a better supporting cast they're healthier go with Seattle
1: 27-24 I'm with Seattle 28-23 so we're right in the same vein uh, Tom Brady is 3-0 undefeated when he leaves America uh, apparently this is going to be the week he finally does not break the record and become a quarterback to win in four different countries so there you go Sorry, Tom Brady. Uh,
0: Denver at Tennessee. Um, I'll go with Tennessee twenty-four
1: twenty-one. I'm gonna go with Denver twenty-one twenty. I not that I particularly feel strongly one way or another about these teams, but I just think Denver might be a little healthier at quarterback, and maybe that means something. I'm um, gonna just just by the hair come from behind twenty-one twenty. The
0: ten den matchup. All right, um, Cleveland <laughs> at Miami. Um, I, I think the Dolphins are a much better team, so but I think this will be reasonable. I'll say Miami 31, Cleveland 24.
1: I've got Miami winning 33-24. I, I agree with you. I think Cleveland will keep up a little bit, and their defense can keep the, the Dolphins a little more honest, but Miami's got too much firepower, so I think we're I think we I think we're both in agreement they'll win by
0: touchdown. Okay, Chicago hosting Detroit. Uh, I'll go with uh, Justin Fields' continued resurgence, or emergence I guess. I don't mean resurgence. I'll say Chicago 27, Detroit
1: 24. It is hard to play Chicago at home. Justin Fields is fantastic, but Motor City, Dan Campbell, and the boys finally won a game, and I think they're going to ride that high a little longer. I think they're going to steal one in the second quarter and actually play a whole football game and win 28-24. Okay.
0: Um so next we've got my Giants back from the bye hosting Houston. And this, I don't I think Houston showed the Eagles, they can play a good team. It's pretty tough. I'm not sure the Giants are a good team in spite of their one loss record, but I do think they'll find a way here since Houston's so banged up. I'll say Giants 24, Houston 17.
1: Yeah, I went with the Giants 27, Houston 20. So I think it's a close game. Um, like you said, there's just not a, a ton of health on the Giants, but I think Saquon Barkley will be the difference maker, and he'll find a way to win this game for them.
0: Okay, Kansas City hosting Jacksonville. I'll go with Kansas City,
1: 34-20. i bet Kansas City winning 33-21. Jacksonville's 0-20 in games when it's below 55 at kickoff, and it is going to be below 55 in kickoff, so there's no chance of them winning this game.
0: Hey, Minnesota at Buffalo. Um, Sounds like we're going to disagree on this game. Um, Minnesota, like the Giants, uh, um, probably more luck than uh, being good this year, but uh, I think that luck will continue, especially catching Buffalo with uh, um, Josh Allen, either not at full strength or on the bench. I'll go with uh, Minnesota 27-21 in the upset here.
1: Uh, I'm taking Buffalo in 28-24. Uh, Minnesota's just bad against real teams and with pressure, and basically their best win was against the Dolphins, which was playing with a string quarterback. So even a beleaguered, potentially Case Keenum-led Buffalo team, I think, can beat this Minnesota Vikings team. 28-24. Pittsburgh
0: hosting New Orleans. Uh, uh- pick another mini upset here i'll say pittsburgh wins it at home by a field goal 27 24 oh i've
1: got new orleans winning 20 20 so uh i'm on the other side of this one not necessarily a game i'm i'm jonesing to watch or think will be very well played but i just think new orleans is a little bit more functional than the
0: steelers but we're gonna find out okay um vegas hosting uh, jeff saturday on sunday but i'm gonna go with uh Vegas here, 31 thirty one twenty. Is this for uh, the debut? Uh
1: I'm taking I'm taking the Raiders 23 seventeen. I just I, I still can't understand why they can't win games with as much talent as they do. And I am not entirely sure what's going on in Indianapolis right now. Like I'm just I just don't understand how this is all gonna work. So I'm gonna stay with what I sort of know, and that's the Raiders.
0: <laughs> okay. Arizona traveling to the Rams, I guess we'll get to see uh how uh, banged up the Rams really are against a, a pretty decent team. I'll go with Arizona here, uh, 30 to 24.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I went with Arizona 28-24, so we're we're pretty much in the same vein here. I just it doesn't look like Matt Stafford's going to be out there, and they're already beat up. The running back situation is a little weird. I just think Arizona is going to have more firepower, and we'll see that this week.
0: Hey, your Cowboys on the road against Green Bay. This would have been a game of two good teams back in the 1960s, but we're not in the 1960s yeah. uh, here and now. Yeah. Cowboys still a good team. Green Bay not so much. I'll say Green Bay uh, um, loses us by a couple touchdowns. Dallas 31, Green Bay 17.
1: I went Dallas 31, Green Bay 20. So we're we're really in the same boat here. The only way Green Bay stays relevant is if they run the football. But when you're already down, that's kind of a tough. Tough go of it, but uh, I think the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy will get their revenge this week.
0: Okay. um, This is a Super Bowl, I think, um, 24-25 rematch of San Francisco and the Chargers at San Francisco. Um, I'm guessing most of the players weren't alive when that game was played, but uh, anyway, I'm going to go with uh, San Francisco 28, (laughs) uh, Chargers 24 here. I am
1: taking the Chargers to win this twenty-seven twenty-four. I'm not entirely disrespecting Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think the Chargers are a little more dynamic of a team, despite the uh, wide receiver injuries. I think they're going to find a way to sneak one out here.
0: Okay, Monday night game, as you mentioned before, Eagles hosting the Commanders. And Eagles had a little more trouble than they thought they would with Houston, but. Um, I think they've, they still won pretty handily by 12 points. I think it would be a similar margin here. I'll go with Philadelphia 30, Washington 17.
1: Yeah, I guess the city of Philadelphia needs a rebound since the Phillies didn't do their part last week. The Eagles have to keep going. Um, I've got the Eagles winning 30-28. I respect the hell out of Taylor Heineke and this Washington team. I think they're going to keep it close and give them a scare, but at the end of the day, the Eagles are still, unfortunately, the better team. So I've got them winning by two points. Uh, before we let you go, just real quick, some daily fantasy options for you. As always, we're giving you value picks. Um, you know who to start. You know who you want to start. This is going to give you the dollars to do so. So at quarterback, we've talked a lot about him today. Justin Fields, a great value option. Russell Wilson, uh, who maybe we're a little less high on, and Daniel Jones, who I'm certainly higher on. But all good options who have pretty good matchups this week. At wide receiver, as long as he plays, Nicole Hardman, the price is right. Adam Thielen, Darnell Mooney, and Jerry Judy, if you're looking for a little bit of a stretch at running back, Deion Jackson, Chase Edmonds, Jeff Wilson, Jr. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Jr. is going to continue to get uh, more and more touches and be more of a factor there. So definitely get in while it's still cheap. At tight end, Cole Komet, Evan Ingram, and Tyler Higbee. Defense-wise, the Giants, Broncos, Cardinals, and Steelers are all good buys. If you're looking for teams to stack, the Bears, Giants, Raiders, Broncos, and Lions – All are going to give you ones that you can do on a budget. So we have taken you through everything. We got your season long, your daily fantasy league, your water cooler bragging rights. Uh, Everything's covered for you. But if this one hour isn't enough, find us all over social media. You can find our podcast anywhere you download your favorite podcast if you need to catch up. And, of course, we will be back with you next week on Wednesday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are every week. And, of course, thank you so much for listening. Good luck this week, unless, of course, you're playing up.